Hi all, and welcome to the Grieving Back to Life podcast. This is a place where we will talk and share stories around grieving, receiving, growth, and turning your pain into peace. I am your host, Lauren Cheek, and like many of you, I have experienced my fair share of loss and grieving. It's been hard to process and transition, but what I've learned through this is that a lot of us have this unprocessed pain inside, but don't feel like we can talk about it or maybe don't know how to process it. My goal here is to help hold space for people and normalize these conversations around grief. I'll be sharing tools, resources, and insights from all kinds of different experts, as well as everyday amazing humans who have gone through the battle of grief and have been able to turn their pain into peace and purpose. So let's dive in and help each other through the process of grieving back to life. Okay, hello. Welcome to part two of the first few episodes of the podcast. I am looking forward to this one because I wanted to be able to hold space for myself as well to be able to share my experiences and some of the things that I've been through. And for those of you who don't know me, give a little bit more background on who I am, where I come from, and why I want to be helping in doing this. So diving right into it, the duality of especially the last few years, there were so many ups and downs and so many emotions and so many things that got me to the point that I'm at now. And what I've learned for myself is that the more that you can you can focus inward and really work on your mental health and your thoughts and and kind of adjusting the more you feel in control I guess um is how I felt and so I've really tried to practice that and I think also the more I've been able to share my story the more I've heard other people's and it's really helped me be able to heal and process and relate and I mean, I went into this in the in the last episode, but that was truly my intention of starting this, was being able to share some of those stories and hearing that some people had gone through these, you know, almost tragic, horrific experiences and hadn't told anybody, hadn't talked about it, hadn't thought about it or seen anybody and once they were able to share it, they're like, wow, I didn't even realize that I had all of this pain still here that wasn't processed. And I think what I've learned is when you don't process pain, it just festers into other things and can manifest in other ways. And my hope and prayer with holding space for people to be able to share is to help process and for everyone involved, I think for the person sharing the story, for me having the dialogue with them, for anybody listening, it's a collective up-leveling, I will say, I guess, when we're able to share and process things, when we're able to normalize conversations and learn how to have dialogue, and I think a lot of the times we don't know what to say or we don't know how to respond or how to act around somebody who's going through the grieving process and I know for myself going through it it was 
hard to talk about it. And I think sometimes one of the best things you can do for somebody is to really hold space and to just be there and show up at whatever capacity they need. And that is such a beautiful gift to not even have to feel like there's something to be said or, you know, something you need to do. It's more about just showing up and supporting in whatever way. And we really go into, you know, some ways that you can do that and and just some, some ways that you can support and have healthy dialogue around that in some of the episodes to come, uh, which is also the reason why I really wanted to be able to have this podcast to share some of those things. Because when it first, when I, I went through losing my partner, I really did feel so blindsided. And I think that when we can have tools that we we can use to help us process these kind of difficult times in life, that's when we can heal it and process it a little bit faster, I think. And like I said before, it's an ongoing evolution of, I don't think grieving's ever something that ends, but I think being able to talk about it and shed light on it and be able to move into the gratitude of being grateful for having that time with that person. And so I have been going through that process and I have been really trying to, you know, practice what I preach. I always say we're all teachers and students and I I firmly believe that because I think we're all teaching and, and learning from one another all the time. And so when we can do it intentionally and then help ourselves go through that, have that awareness and intentionally make choices that help us, that is when we can all, we can all up level. And so that's my goal. Obviously, I could go into detail about a lot of facets of my life. I will touch on my experiences with grief and probably go more in depth in further episodes, but just so you guys kind of understand where I'm at and in full transparency and vulnerability of what I've been going through, because I am no expert on this, nor am I trying to act like I am one. I'm just trying to help in any way I can and help myself in the process. And so I hope that this does that service. So I will just say with grief, I have experienced different layers or degrees, I suppose, of grieving throughout my life. And I think starting with losing grandparents at a young age. You don't obviously have the depth and understanding of really what's going on or, you know, anything being abnormal around that. And so you can rationalize it. You can, you know, come to terms with it a little bit easier. Um, And so losing three out of my four grandparents throughout my childhood really was, it was difficult to, to, I think more difficult maybe to watch my parents and family to go through it, but I was still so young, I didn't really understand. To fast forward in my adulthood, when out of nowhere, one of my childhood best friends got cancer. And it happened uh, quickly, and it was terrible to see her go through that and have to get chemo and just... uh, It was terrible. And 
she is the most beautiful soul and to have her get taken then I won't say taken I'll rephrase transition she transitioned I know that she's still here guiding helping supporting all of her loved ones I I can feel her presence and my angels and I find peace with believing that and so I think whatever you choose to believe as long as it's supporting you and helping you through through the process and I will just say that if you don't believe my beliefs or someone else's beliefs that's okay you don't need to voice your opinion about um you know maybe not agreeing I think that we all have the right to our own opinion so like I said as long as it supports you but losing Rachel and her going through that transition and then my boyfriend Darius um it's still so hard for me to talk about to be honest I he transitioned we lost him physically being here and it just completely shattered me into a million pieces I think um for anybody who's lost a partner or boyfriend um you're with them every single day you're building a life together you're planning on you know having a family and all these different things that you want to do and when somebody dies so suddenly it it's a surreal blindsiding situation and I'm sorry that I'm I'm kind of fumbling over my words here but it like I said it's still really hard for me to talk about and I think that it's human and I'm trying to just be real with you guys here of where I'm at I think I've done a lot of healing in the last year and a half I've done a lot of processing a lot of putting the pieces back together and trying to figure out who I am and who I want to be, who who the highest version of me is. I think I've learned so much going through this and being able to redefine yourself, I think, in a beautiful way of, of really not taking for granted the time we have. I think that was one of the biggest wake-up calls to me was, wow. Like, all the cliches are so true of, like, time is limited and precious and tomorrow's not promised and all of these things that we probably hear our whole lives, but we don't really stop and, I think, apply them or process them until maybe we experience something like that, or at least I didn't, and I think being able to pick yourself back up after getting knocked down and just 
going through, I just, I was telling my mom, I was like, I feel like I went through a tumble dryer. Like I just felt so mixed up and unsteady and sad. And I think that that's okay too. Like I said, to not be okay and to, to feel those feelings. But I knew that I had to be able to turn that pain into some kind of purpose and and forward motion. And so using this this podcast as a catalyst to to move forward and to hopefully help anybody along the way is really truly my intention. And so I hope that this this helps. I hope that this gives a little bit of insight to me and my story and where I'm at and like I said I'll probably continue to go deeper and share more as I get more comfortable and I get more um solid again but I appreciate your guys' support and love and um yeah that that is all I I'm gonna love you and leave you here and I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day see you next week that's another episode of Grieving Back to Life podcast. Be sure to like, subscribe, and follow for more, and tune in every Sunday for new episodes. Follow us on Instagram, Grieving Back to Life, or check out our website, grievingbacktolifepodcast.com, for resources and more tips and tools for helping you grieve with grace and turn your pain into peace and purpose. See you then.